So historically bad housewives cringe is all this episode really was as we wrap up some season storylines plus a telling Watch What Happens Live appearance from a cast member and more on this 17th and final episode of season 16 of Real Housewives of Orange County. Recap and react. Later we will share some slight changes coming in the recaps and reacts for this season reunion. And as we head into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 12, recap and reacts which start next month. But with that said, let's actually jump right into this recap and then we will get into all that later. So first, after a very brief season recap from Bravo, we are still in Aspen the next morning after Gina melted down at dinner over Noella not remembering her friend Tatiana's name. Heather and Shannon are then debriefing last night's antics, if you will, and how after we left them on the show and we saw Gina slam the door all drunk and, and mad, we actually learned that most of the girls actually stayed up until 4 a.m. when most of the girls had already gone to bed. So now Gina and Emily are getting ready to go back to the mine that they visited last episode to appease the spirits that Gina thinks were the reason she acted up last night and after also a ghost tour they did, which we didn't get to see on the show. It seems as if Gina is trying to find everything and everyone to blame for her actions except herself, which Emily in her confessional seems to be picking up on that as well. And now Gina and Emily are going to the mine to make peace with these Tommy knockers, as Gina calls them, which I guess is the, the name of these spirits in Aspen that Gina learned about on the ghost tour, with a whole bunch of items in a basket. But after they left for the mine, before they got there, which we showed here, let me go back, the house staff helping them put this basket together are saying to Shannon after the other two left, um, we have never heard of this ritual or this this thing before and we've lived in Aspen our entire life so good luck to them but anyways Gina and Emily are then doing their thing dropping off chocolate and juice and booze and water and soda and snacks at the entrance of the mine before heading to meet the other girls in town to shop now on their way over they're kind of working themselves up to see Shannon at the outing even though they just talked to her uh, to finally hash things out, they think this is the place to do it. And on the way into the shop, they encounter a statue of a bear for Gina to practice on, since last night Shannon was wearing the bear outfit, what she's going to say to Shannon when she arrives. Now, Gina seems to want Shannon to stop being mean to her, stop telling her she is arrogant, and says it hurts her feelings because she's an adult who is allowed to feel confident. And she said she wants Shannon to be as good of a friend to her as she is being to Noella. We will see in a few moments if that comes out that way or if it turns out as they're planning it to be in the car. But anyways, as Heather and Jen walk in to meet the other girls shopping, Emily and Gina, Heather is telling the story to Jen of, the, of the, the smell of an impending snowstorm that she remembers growing up on the East Coast. And to me, I was it was one of those moments that Heather is always trying to like seem like she knows more than everyone else or that she's the first to discover something. And when I first thought of this, I immediately thought, okay, if I was standing there, I would be reminding her that we live, if I was Jen, both on the coast by the ocean where there's fog and overcast marine layer a lot of the year. And it's that same thing with the rainstorms, especially here in California, as someone who grew up in that area of you can smell the rain as it's approaching. So I think she was meaning the same thing, but... I guess she thinks 
no one else has grown up in, in the East Coast who lives in California. Anyways, let's keep going. But it's one of those things that's annoying me about Heather. But as soon as they walk in, Gina is already unloading her emotions on Heather about Shannon, followed by Shannon entering the room soon after and Jen saying, oh, hi, Shannon, almost as if it was her job to announce to the entire group, okay, Shannon is here, the elephant has walked into the room, and Shannon clearly didn't know what she was walking into before she arrived because Shannon then approaches Gina asking her how their visit to the mine went because she just saw them leaving to drop off this stuff. And after Gina says, no, Shannon, I'm not okay, Shannon seems to, seems to be thinking she needs to give ideas to help Gina like get rid of these spirits or sage her with something to get rid of these things to kind of ease her mind. But Gina finally and directly says, no, I'm not okay because I need to talk to you. And this is all the, the signs I need that Shannon had no idea what she was walking into. So Gina and Shannon don't want to have everyone else around while they're talking. So Gina goes into then on the side, why she acted the way she did last night, which we were wondering last episode and Emily kind of pointed this out, like what is really going on with Gina? And Gina finally says the way she acted was not indicative of who she is. And she thinks her anger and lash outs at others are sourced in her unaddressed feelings towards Shannon, whether that's calling her arrogant or Shannon saying Gina or Shannon responds basically by saying Gina getting over many obstacles in her life that she's been there for and launching her own business is all great, but she thinks some comments from Gina have been mean spirited and have come off arrogant rather than confident or productive. So then they break down the conversations they've had about Shannon's core friends and it never including Gina. And so that's what Gina really is, is mad about is the fact that Shannon doesn't consider Gina one of her close friends, leading to the heat being turned up again with Shannon saying, I've done things for you I haven't done for anyone else, and I never said I don't have any friends. How dare you in that Shannon <laughs> tone and, and inflection that we've heard from her before. I'm pretty sure she said that. How dare you with the finger at many people over the years. I'm, I'm trying to think probably Tamara or Vicky or... Kelly or even probably Emily, whoever, I don't know, last season. But anyways, uh, Shannon then lists examples of how pre-Travis, she invited Gina out to hang out with her friends too, basically saying, how dare you say I don't have any friends because you know for sure that I have invited you out, invited you out to my with my friends. Now, we're going to see a little bit later that maybe those were different friends than Shannon's current group, which they touch on here as far as Shannon seems to have a revolving door of close friends, which to me is not abnormal. I don't know very many people who have kept the same exact friend group from the beginning to the end of their life. Some people stay longer than others. Some people stay forever or you meet some people later and they stay longer. Who knows? But I think this is just a, a, a mismatch or a misunderstanding of one of them valuing quality friendships and the other valuing quantity and they're kind of seeing past each other on that and are placing value on different things. That's what it looks like here. But as this is all going on and they're arguing about, is it a core four friend or a core two friend, whatever, the other girls are shopping and spending, and in Heather's words, doing that to distract the salespeople and basically pay them off for the arguing going on with Shannon and, and uh, Gina on the other side of the room. 
even though we see that the store is closed for them, so there's they shouldn't have to worry and they're going to spend a lot of money, so I'm sure they're fine and I'm sure they got paid to close the store. But anyways, Gina then no needs to go grab her phone to prove what she said about Shannon not calling her back in time or responding to her texts uh, for, for checking in and kind of giving her what back what she's giving in return. And now this involves the entire group because they had to walk over to get their phones. And Gina tries to show this proof of whatever she's trying to prove, but Shannon doesn't seem to think it proves much. But now everyone's involved and Emily is now trying to mediate and calm the high emotions down by explaining how Gina thinks Shannon is investing more in Noella during her hard time than in Gina during her hard times before. Shannon then explains she was still going through her own divorce when Gina was so was was doing so herself and Shannon was just trying to survive too at that time and she said it also isn't easy and it's very triggering for her even to be helping Noella through her stuff this time because she kind of goes back to reliving these moments but this leads to Gina then saying she thinks Shannon maybe doesn't even want to be friends with her after Shannon says basically the same thing like I don't know if you really want to be friends with me all of this being aired out ends up with them hugging and saying that they don't want to fight anymore and that they love and care about each other and apologize to each other because it looks like laying all this on the table without running away which is what's been happening a lot lately and, and kind of unresolved endings to these conversations this all showed that it was just a miscommunication or even a not communicating their true feelings directly to each other and doing it in front of the other girls who up until this point have been the ones they've been confiding in separately and proving that what Shannon just said as far as this being kind of a toxic game of telephone, it's finally looks like it's come to an end. So let me know what you think of all this in the live chat if you're here live. I'm going to get to some thoughts on this opening scene and then we will keep going. I'll see what everyone has to say. But I'm just glad we finally got confirmation in this scene that Gina was misdirecting her anger at Noella that should have been directed at Shannon. I think she directed it at Noella because Noella is the closest to Shannon out of the group. That makes the most sense to me. And it was weird of Shannon to arrive separate, in my opinion, from the rest of the group. I thought she would at least arrive with Heather and Jen because they both came from the house. Unless we saw some scene they somewhere they went where they cut that part out. Who knows, but I'm thinking it was produced that way for a reason to build the drama so that when Shannon enters as she did, uh, it looked a little more dramatic and it was more, everyone was kind of worked up to kind of go full force on this, which to me made sense and it actually worked out really well and, and turned out to be a pretty dramatic scene. But I also know people are very annoyed by this whole Gina versus Shannon story of are we friends, are we not, are we jealous, are we not? But to me, this is a very relatable storyline. I think in real life, new friends come into groups or you meet new people and your existing friends maybe don't have the best reaction or best uh, warm up to them. So I don't think this is completely uh, unrealistic, but I think it got a little repetitive. And so maybe that was what people were picking up on. But this scene actually wasn't that unbearable for me. It's actually pretty bearable considering it was basically rehashing. And the reason I say that is because Heather was quiet most of the time. She was just kind of sitting there observing, watching, listening, and Emily kind of did most of the mediating. And I thought it actually worked out well. And I didn't feel like she was, that Heather had an agenda here, which is something I've been kind of annoyed by most of the season. But anyways, let me know what you think of this 
scene and then making up and then we're gonna keep going so you're probably wondering for the thousandth time this season <laughs> where is noella because she doesn't seem to be in a lot of the big group scenes unless shannon invites her but noella is on facetime with her mom again filling in on the continued headbutting with her and heather where noella's mom makes a good point saying if heather is not going to be nice to you knowing that your father just died then basically might not be worth having that friendship but then noella gets a little bit of healing with the girl who's at the house and basically the girl saying the minerals and the nature around them in the mountains is going to kind of heal you or whatever and she's basically speaking life into to, into noella in a hopeful healing way which is good for her but back at the house the rest of the girls come back and what we learn is that the car ride on the car ride back from shopping shannon got stung by a bee of course where noella and heather are of all people them two are now helping shannon get the stinger out of her finger which means i think that there's some magic in the air some healing actually did happen and they're all getting along somehow which is like a what in the world is happening here but this is followed by shannon helping noella take her wedding rings off finally which leads us to flashbacks of when tamra was doing the same with shannon during her divorce or right after that when she was taking her wedding rings off and remember it was that funny scene of them needing soap and water to really get it off her hand because shannon was going through a phase of being a little bit more puffy, I should say, than normal. But Shannon then ends with a hopeful message to Noella, saying, in a few years, you will look back on this knowing it was for the better. And this is more closure and more moving on for Noella on this trip, which is very nice to see as we head into the reunion. But it is now later in the evening where we have the last dinner of the trip, starting off with Shannon's shoes having a black gunpowder like substance in it pr prompting them to be a little tardy for dinner they never really specified if these were shoes that she bought that day or whatnot but luckily they didn't say the brand of the shoe because i'm sure they would not be happy to see that but then again do some quality control quality assurance qaqc on your products before you send them to the store or make sure the store doesn't add the stuff whatever Anyways, but upon arrival to dinner, Noella is seated across from Heather, where Heather's like, how did this happen? But now Heather hears Noella explaining to the sommelier at the table how her divorce settlement didn't mention the expensive wine they have in their house. So basically, Noella says she orders Taco Bell and has the hundreds of $100 or whatever glass of, of wine with it, which I thought was interesting and funny. But Heather is now on the other side of the table whispering about this thing going on between Heather, I mean, between Noella and the sommelier to Emily, and they both think it's weird. I don't think that was very necessary. Clearly, Noella was just flirting and and trying to make small talk with the guy who has to do with the wine, and maybe she thought it was funny. I don't know. I think they're kind of grasping at straws to hate on Noella at this point, which I'll touch on in a moment how surprised I am to even be defending her. But anyways, this is followed by Shannon doing a cheers to rack and roll now it took me two watches of this episode almost three to figure out why she was saying rack and roll and why it was even named that but i finally got it and it was because it's about it's the party she's gonna have at the end of the season in a few moments about her rack of ribs and rock and roll so that makes all sense so basically the cheers was inviting them all to the rack and roll party which we will see in a moment and then emily again wants to play a game at the table 
maybe buckle your seatbelts just in case because every game at tables this this so far this season has not gone that well but this time it actually goes well kind of where they want to share something about someone at the table that you didn't know before shannon shares first with telling all the girls how noella actually took her rings off finally that day where jen is like hey if you don't want them i'll take them heather then says she didn't now she knows how great of a mom uh, Emily is and how great she is with her kids and Emily gets emotional saying the thank you that means so much to me Noella then says Gina is inspiring to her by the way Noella is the only one we heard go around to everyone at the table so I don't know what that means but just an observation but she says Gina is inspiring to her to see her being a mom and a businesswoman and in a great relationship she enjoys Emily as a mom Jen as a businesswoman Shannon as a friend then gets to Heather and says hesitantly <laughs> It's nice to kind of count you in as one of my friends, kind of, maybe in the future, <laughs> which Heather isn't buying in her confessional. And it appears Noella was kind of being fake and, and sarcastic because she says, basically, I only said that to hopefully not ruin the night for everyone. And in Noella's words, which I actually said this last week, I wasn't expecting her to actually say this, but she basically said, I'm kissing Heather's ass tonight just so we can have fun to end this trip. So after a fun cheers to Aspen, they turn up so much, apparently the producers had to whip out their vertical video taking phone to capture their fun. I don't know if the cameras were already down or this was a celebration with the cast and crew, but that is how the trip ends on the show with everyone seeming to get along. Let me know what you thought of the trip overall in the live chat if you are here, and we will continue back in Orange County where we see this Orange County sign that has been shown over the years, which I'm going to hold my thoughts on this for next week when we start recapping the reunion because it is a big feature in the reunion. And I have a lot of thoughts on that as a native OC person who I'll just leave it at that. But anyways, <laughs> we then continue to seeing Cece, Jen's daughter, feed Mr. Puppers described as the cutest thing ever by Jen. And Noella is planning her next place of residence, and Shannon is at lunch with her father, who we saw earlier this season, sharing some last-minute planning stresses between her and John for the party in a few days. But before that, we are with Emily, who is finally getting to do her wedding photo redo, where Gina and Emily are getting ready for the photo shoot, reminiscing on how Emily and Shane did the work over the years to ensure they stayed married and married stronger than ever, which we've been on that journey with them over the past few years and it is really nice to see that storyline arc concluding with a happily ever after hopefully forever uh but all i have to say is emily's twins and daughter and stepdaughter and shane they do make a beautiful family and i mean what was that sorry <laughs> that was beautiful um i don't know what that was something fell um anyways They're a beautiful family, but as they are embracing their mom, who is grateful to have this family she always wanted, but didn't know if she would ever have, Shane pulls out an engagement ring that she never or he never gave her. And we have to remember that, and we get a flashback on this in the show, that when she was first on the show, we learned that he actually proposed over G-Chat. And so that was the big topic of conversation when she first came on the show, but then one of her sons pulls out a wedding band, followed by her other son pulling out an anniversary ring, which he never gave her. Of course, Shane has now set the bar for really high to now have Emily saying in her confessional, 
I mean, now she's expecting a new ring every like two years or whatever. And is joking how she's going to be like falling over from the weight of all these rings. But of course she's joking since she's lasted this long without that many rings. So anyways, I thought that was a really good, nice scene. And I'll touch on why I think this type of scene where it's just one storyline with one of the cast members is good later on when I touch on my full season kind of overall thoughts. But now to the final scene. Oh, that was my phone that fell. Okay, there we go. Now to the final scene of the party or of the season is the final party. And I'm going to try to get through this scene without dying from cringe. And I'm just going to give a warning. Whether you've already watched the episode, you're going to, or you're just going to have to listen to the recap. This might be the most cringy scenes in Housewives history. And that is saying a lot considering how many cringy scenes there have been, and specifically how many cringe music-related scenes there have been in Housewives history. But you may be surprised. I might come around at the end, so let me know. Or just stay tuned. Let me let me express my, my thoughts. So we start with Shannon here with her quote-unquote core friends helping her prep for the party. And Shannon comments on the core friends verbatim kind of as a subtle hint and, and, and callback to the Gina conflict earlier. Noella is then getting ready with a fake guitar as part of like her prop for her costume, but is bizarrely asking how to light it on fire. And she asks Siri how to do that. Not sure why she would say that other, for, other than for attention. Thought it was a little bit weird. But anyways, Heather and Terry are now getting ready to leave for the party where Heather is then telling Terry and also filling us viewers in about what's about to happen, where apparently Heather actually inserted herself in Shannon's plan that she told her on the plane ride back from Aspen of having the cast form a band to perform a song at her party. Heather, I guess, suggested they record a song ahead of time to perform at the party instead of just winging it that day. So Heather used this as an opportunity to name drop Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes again, who apparently wrote this song a few years ago, a few years ago that the cast, I guess, went in and recorded. And we got a preview of their recording sessions, which this is the first sign of the first taste of the impending cringe where Terry is like, are you joking? You're actually going to perform this tonight. But anyways, before we get to the party, quick reaction to this little thing here. This setup scene with Terry and Heather was weird because it looked like it was filmed on not even a phone and they weren't mic'd up yet. So maybe this was a last minute scene that they filmed because they forgot to film kind of the setup to the party ahead of time or something went wrong with the original footage or they planned something wrong where all the cameras and the crew were already at the party setting up. Who knows, but it was weird. Or maybe they weren't sure they were actually going to film the song portion of the party until last minute. And also, I think this was around Halloween time, this party. So the costume party idea makes sense. I don't know why... It, they wouldn't just mention it was Halloween time. I don't know. But coincidentally, this week on Real Housewives of New Jersey, they also recorded a cast song. So don't know what that's about. Maybe that's a new trend of like you pay for a song for your group of friends to, to make and perform as a memento. I don't know. But anyways, let's get to the party. So everyone is arriving to the party and I, had, and I had to rewatch this scene like two or three times and pause it to be able to read the font they used to show the nicknames of each girl as they're dressed on, on the screen on the screen and as they arrive. So in case you missed what they were named or you couldn't read it at all, let's go into it. So Shannon is dressed as Thunderstorms, 
not sure who famous she was named after because the other ones are named after famous people. Maybe it's just because her name is Storms and Thunderstorms or whatever. But Noella is Noelle Hendrix, named after Jimi Hendrix. We have Emily is M Electra after Carmen Electra. Gina is Gwina Stefani after Gwen Stefani. Heather is Fancy Spice, named after Posh Spice of the Spice Girls. Jen is Dr. Baywatch because she's dressed as Pamela Anderson and her husband Ryan is dressed as Tommy Lee. So there's that <laughs> if you missed all that or you couldn't read the font. But now Shannon is introducing her on-camera friends to her off-camera friends all on camera now where Gina and Emily are off to the side kind of talking about how this is the first time they're meeting these friends of Shannon's and Emily jokes in kind of a mean way that they may be hired for this event. I'm sure Shannon will not be happy hearing Emily and Gina's comments about her friends behind her back at her home, at her party, after they supposedly all made up when watching back. But I have a feeling this will come up at the reunion, whether Andy brings it up or Shannon brings it up as proof that they have not moved on, who knows. But quick reaction to this little part. This part confirmed to me my suspicions this season, but mostly in the last few weeks, that the reality of reality TV a lot of times is that new cast comes in and it takes time for them to genuinely connect as much as producers and, and casting wants them to click right off the bat and be genuine or bring in existing friends. Unfortunately, sometimes that comes at the cost of other friends, friendships. And last week, Gina freaking out over Noella not remembering Tatiana's name to me proves this. And Shannon also not really knowing who Tatiana is either also proved this on top of what Heather is about to say in a few moments regarding her connection with Shannon or reconnection with Shannon on the show. So we'll get into that in a moment. But after Shannon humble brags about her perfectly cooked ribs and they all sit down for dinner, we get everyone starting to share their last thoughts of the season, starting with Jen, thanking everyone for being there for her during the rough few months of her marriage. Even though, before saying this at the table in front of everyone, she basically prepares Ryan to, for her to, to say something he won't like, and she says, I'm going to say it anyway. And this was more of kind of like a, hey, I need to get some camera time in and wrap up my storyline so I can be asked back or be asked to the reunion or whatever. I think she could have said it without freaking him out, but then again, he got her back in a few moments after that when he basically tried to cut her off after two drinks to the waiter and did it with the cameras right on them. So I think they ended up being a little bit of a fair interaction. But anyways, and by the way, Ryan was very uncomfortable this entire, most of this this event because he probably had to dress up and, and be on camera. But anyways, he did it for his wife. So now as Shannon is sharing her final thoughts, we get the 16th edition of a season end music from Real Housewives of Orange County with that now timeless end of season bittersweet music as she shares how happy she is just to be happy. Happy with John, happy with her kids, happy in her life, which is great after a very rough season for Shannon, which we all were witness to. Heather then shares how happy she is to have reconnected with Shannon after a few years break, alluding this goes back to what I just said about how Clearly, there's some friendships that are just on-camera friendships because they didn't remain friends after she was off the show. Noella then says, after a year of a lot of change, and as much as she loves love, she doesn't need to be focusing on sex or relationships, but should give that love to herself. And I'm laughing because in a few minutes, I'm going to touch on why that is one of the most hilarious things she said all season. But we'll get to that in a moment. 
But Gina and Emily didn't get to say final thoughts like the others did. So I don't know if that's an indication on if they will be back next season or not. Who knows? Maybe they just didn't say anything that at the party. But anyways, finally, after a cast shot and cheers to the season, their quote-unquote musical group, OC Reels, performs the song called Whatever I Want, written by Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes, who we saw earlier in the season, and it's through Storms Records. And gosh, I hope that was a joke name created just for this, and it's not Shannon trying to be a music producer. Please, please tell me that's that's the truth. <laughs> but uh, it was cringe. This was the cringiest moment of the season, I think, maybe in Housewives history. Just going to say it. Heather was the best of them all singing-wise, but that isn't much of a surprise within this group because even Heather said to, to Shannon, apparently, like, what are we thinking doing this? None of us are musically inclined except for me, basically. And Emily was the worst, but earlier in this episode, she said she can't sing, so at least she's self-aware. Sorry, Emily, I agree with you, but... Of course, Heather had to thank in front of the cameras and the entire group of friends and new friends there that Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes did it, name dropping again, and she was really the only one taking it really serious. <laughs> so now I understand what people were saying when they said Heather takes this job or this this gig seriously and like she's on the set of a sitcom and is like acting and producing herself. Kind of some merits to that. But let's unpack this this last scene. So first, I feel duped by Heather saying this season would end like never before in interviews all around during the season because I didn't think it would be this underwhelming and cringy. Just going to say it. My initial thought was, wow, I guess money can buy you anything, including tainting the legacy of an iconic musician, not only from this scene, but also the sing-along of one of his biggest hits earlier this season at the rap party for the seven year stitch, which I talked about during that episode recap. But I guess even the most respected artists in the world can be bought off. I wonder what Richard and Daisy were thinking with this. What was in it for them? <laughs> Unless they got paid a crap ton of money in there, they need it. But now, although the scene was cringe, I will say I have had the chorus stuck in my head for the past, I guess, week now. Of the, I do whatever I want, whenever I want, with no explanation, I go, you know what I mean? And it's, I want you, you know that part, okay, whatever, I'm not going to sing, that's, maybe you think I sound good, but there's a reason I'm able to criticize Heather's, because I'm not trying to be a producer of music, I am a consumer of music, but I, I can hold a tune if I really need to. Anyways, I'll get to more on my thoughts on her voice when we're talking about her appearance on Watch What Happens Live. But I will say it was also cool to see them coming together after a pretty rough season for all of them. So it, it was it was nice. Maybe that's what Heather meant by different than any other season is all of them doing a project together. Who knows? But overall, I think the season started out really good. And once it hit its stride a few weeks ago, which I touched on in that recap, it sort of fizzled out at the end here in a little bit. And it does, though, leave me wanting more after that jam-packed beginning of the season with a lot of overlapping storylines and a real-life drama. So that's one thing. But I was mostly shocked of how I've come around to liking Noella more than I thought I would because not only do I feel bad for what she's going through, but also I respect her for standing up to Heather when basically no one else would besides Shannon. 
And the problem is Noella saying at the end of this season during her kind of final thoughts that she isn't focusing on sex or relationships might be the most unself-aware thing she has said all season. But maybe this proves that her always talking about sex was just for show and was, was a deflection or a way to kind of change the conversation away from the things that she didn't really want to talk about that were really going on. So it doesn't make me dislike her anymore, but it's just, it was just funny. And actually, it might be making me like her even more. Anyways, some of my last thoughts on the season before sharing more about the reunion and Heather's appearing on Watch It Happens Live was, I think this season was a good mix of a new age housewife drama plus also giving me some nostalgia to the earlier days of the series where it wasn't really a full cast produced show. It was more of every cast member had their own individual storylines they would follow and they would sometimes get together or it would morph into that over the, the season. But even the, the annoying parts with mostly like Heather and Noella and tryhards that are Gina and Emily and whiny Shannon and just their Jen, they were all good because I think it showed each cast member as a well-rounded person, which I was something I really like. And now to um, Heather on Watch It Happens Live. First, Heather was asked to kind of name nice things about Noella. And she said, well, she puts her looks together really nicely. And her style is very avant-garde, which guest Garcelle was like, is that really a compliment? And Heather goes, I think it is. Then she said, Noella talking about the sex dungeon and her sex life must mean that it's probably not that great because she has to talk about it a lot. And also, Heather couldn't really be specific in naming anything she thinks or any parts of being a mother that Noella has that are good. Heather then also tried to play off her involvement with Jen and Ryan's relationship when Andy asked her what she thought of the tension between the couple at the last dinner. I think because she knows the backlash she got for being involved and potentially that ruining the show she has with Terry, but also as a subtle way to say, hey, I didn't see anything wrong. They're fixed. Kind of giving her self more credibility in the relationship mending area to kind of help their their show, her and Terry's show about doing that. So lastly, in the viewer poll on Watch It Happens Live, Heather one best voice of the housewives out of them all in this cast and it just reminded me heather probably set this whole thing up to show off her singing on the show while also checking the box of being able to name drop a few people a few people i know who watched the show thought the same thing and if you go to comment sections throughout the bravo world and, and bloggers or youtubers or podcasters or whatever you can see it's become a pretty pretty widely known or widely accepted sentiment after beginning of the season where people were happy to see her back. So Heather wasn't surprised she won that poll. And in my opinion, her voice is good, but it's not anything special. Just saying. So now to wrap up the season as promised, tonight starts the two-part reunion, actually in a few minutes, followed by a week of secrets revealed special before the season 12 premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And at the moment, I'm not, it's kind of up in the air if I'm going to recap the secrets of Yield of OC or do a pre Beverly Hills season premiere video about like the trailer or whatever. We'll see if that happens. So stay tuned. If anything gets scheduled, you'll see it on the channel or in your feed. But if it happens, they will follow a slightly different format 
than what we've been doing up until this point being that and then starting with next week with orange county reunion part one i will be switching to a more edited version of the recaps and reacts which will fit into a youtube premiere rather than a live stream and you'll still get a live chat and i'll still be able to talk with you in the live chat but it just won't be live live like a live a live stream one take video it allows me to pre-record and also really get in good quality product and have different frames i can use and some up close some away and kind of a better format for reviewers like you and also i can enjoy engaging with you in the live chat and right now it'll likely be scheduled for either a friday or the following monday after the episode premieres so the episodes will be on wednesdays I'll have Thursday to film and edit and whatnot. It'll premiere either on Friday or on the Monday, depending on my end of week weekend schedule. So we can still live chat together while we're watching. But if you've been watching this entire season with me, thank you so much for being along for the ride. And before you leave, I'm going to say next week, I'll touch on some things regarding the ratings for this episode, which were not great, and some other people's reactions and after show things about the last after show. I'll save that for next week. But before you leave, make sure on YouTube, make sure to tap or click the screen for more related content and more Orange County if you missed anything or if you want to watch the short videos that I made on this clips. And make sure to head to the description for all the sorts of videos or tap or click around the channel for more related content. And with that said, I will talk to you in the next one. Bye-bye.